Going Linux, episode 254, Listener Feedback. Welcome to the Going Linux podcast. I'm your host, Larry Bushy. Whether you are new to Linux, upgrading from Windows to Linux, or just thinking about moving to Linux, this podcast will provide you with valuable information and advice that will help you in going Linux. We hope that you'll find this and all of our episodes helpful in learning about Linux and its applications and using them to get things done. In today's episode, listener feedback. If you want to send us feedback, email us at goinglinux at gmail.com or send us a voicemail. Our voicemail line is 1-904-468-7889. Well, we are a little shy on listener feedback right now, so I'd like to encourage our listeners to send in listener feedback either by email or record your voice and send that in as a file. We'll play that on the air or connect up using our voicemail line I just uh, referenced earlier on in the uh, introduction. You can also send them in using our Google Plus community. If you post a message there, we oftentimes read those as listener feedback as well. So today we just have two uh, emails from listeners, and then some feedback from me to our listeners, and that will be our episode this time. So if you want longer listener feedback episodes, send in your messages. Okay, so our first email is from Stefan. Stefan writes, Good podcast, guys. I'm a new Linux user. I switched from Windows. I have been using Linux for almost four months, and my life is much better. I've been listening to podcast 253 and am commenting on the running of iTunes in Linux. I'm an iPhone user and use iTunes for my backups, media sync, etc. I'm running iTunes in VirtualBox, and it works great. I've tried it with Wine in the past, but could not get it working. And Stefan posted that in the Going Linux podcast Google Plus community. And our community members unanimously have recommended gpotter as the podcatching client that you can use under Linux. And yes, gpotter works great for podcasts and audio as well. Depending on the distribution of Linux you're using, it may already have Amarok or Banshee or Rhythmbox pre-installed. And maybe it's another program, but there's likely to be something pre-installed on your Linux distribution that will handle this. Whatever it is, it will likely have the ability to subscribe to audio and video podcasts, listen to your music collection, listen to internet radio, create playlists, and sync to your iPhone. Try it. Seems like a lot of overhead to run VirtualBox just for iTunes when there are several other options that run natively under Linux. Since they are all free, there's no risk to trying them all. You can even have multiple options installed at the same time until you pick the one you like best. The only thing that these programs won't do that you said that you use iTunes to do is to back up your iPhone. And if you are using iCloud, and you can sign up for that 
via Linux as well if you don't already have an iCloud account. Uh, go to the Apple site, sign up for iCloud, and you can back up your phone to iCloud and then you'll have a cloud-based backup of your phone and you'll have a free software program to do everything else you use iTunes to do. Give it a try, Stefan. Let us know how it goes. Paul wrote to us by email and said, Hi guys, a couple of questions for you. How can I put past episodes of Going Linux on CD so that I can keep them for reference? Two, is there a DJ program for disco and karaoke disco similar to programs like Virtual DJ or PC DJ, etc.? Three, I am currently using Ubuntu on my old Windows Vista machine. Is there a way to increase the size of the arrow as by default it's too small for me as I'm partially sighted? Thanks, guys. Well, Paul, number one, putting past episodes of uh, Going Linux on CD. You will first need to download each of them from our website. And uh, that is not a uh, small task since we have 254 episodes. So uh, once you have them downloaded, though, you can use Bracero if you're using Ubuntu or K3B or other burning uh, software that will allow you to create a CD or a DVD. And you will want to use that software to put a list of episodes together and burn them, uh, as many as will fit on one disk. The software itself should tell you when you have too many in the queue, so just back out a few and then go ahead and burn. I suggest that you take all of the episodes for a single year, like 2007, and burn them to a CD, and then 2008, and burn them to a disk, and so on. That way they'll nicely fit on one disk. As the years progress, we have more episodes per year, so you probably need to move from a CD to a DVD to get a single year to fit, but they should all fit on one DVD. That'll give you a nice collection that you can label 2007, going Linux, 2008, going Linux, and so on, if you want to go back that far. Some of the material that is back that far in time is very valuable and still appropriate, and some of it is a little outdated. Still makes for good listening, though, so uh, let us know how that goes. Um, number two, the virtual DJ or PC DJ software. I don't use this kind of software, but a quick search of the Alternative2.net site yielded Pi Karaoke, P-Y-K-A-R-A-O-K-E, Pi Karaoke. So you might give that a try. Let us know how that goes for you. And three, um, increasing the size of the cursor or the arrow in Ubuntu. You'll need to use a tool like Deconf Editor uh, to change the cursor size. And if Ubuntu doesn't provide that by default in your installation, and I don't think they do, you'll need to download it and install it. You can get it from the package manager, or if you want to install it from the command line, you would type sudo space apt dash get space install space deconf d-c-o-n as in Nancy, F as in Frank, dash tools. 
So you're going to be using Deconf Editor, but it's in the Deconf Tools package. Once it's installed, it may not appear in the menus in Ubuntu by default, and if not, just type deconf-editor in the command line to launch it. Navigate to org, then GNOME, then desktop, then interface. And you'll find selections there that allow you to change the cursor theme and the cursor size and so on. So you can change the cursor size right there by entering a larger number to make the cursor larger. Uh, and you may actually have to reboot uh, to ensure that Unity restarts before you'll see the change on your screen. So just bear that in mind. It doesn't necessarily just come up automatically after you save the uh, deconf editor changes. There's probably a way to get Unity to restart without rebooting, but rebooting is most likely the easiest way to do it without uh, walking through some additional steps here. So give that a try. Let us know how that works out for you, Paul, and uh, we look forward to hearing back from you with your successes. Okay, and that wraps up our feedback from our listeners. Now some feedback for our listeners. I just want to take this opportunity to thank all of the listeners to the Going Linux podcast over the years. You folks have made this very uh, rewarding for me and for Bill. And uh, I know Bill's not here, but I'm sure he would not mind me speaking for him when I say we really uh, get a lot of joy and um, pleasure when we're helping our listeners to better use Linux and open source software, whether you're using it on Linux, doesn't matter the distribution of Linux, and it uh, doesn't matter whether you're using open source software on Windows or Mac and uh, eventually maybe giving Linux a try. We're here to help you there, and we really uh, appreciate your input and feedback. So I just wanted to spend a minute or two at the end of this episode to Make sure that you're aware that uh, we do take your comments, questions, and suggestions very seriously and are very happy to provide you with whatever feedback is necessary through our podcast on our website. You can check out the articles at articles.goinglinux.com uh, and each of those articles may be something that appears in our episodes here. Uh, or they may be something that just appears on the website. So I'd encourage you to go to the website if you haven't checked that out already and see if there's anything in that list that interests you or might help you out in your use or adoption of Linux and uh, open source software. Of course, we have screencasts as well. So if you're looking for video tutorials on doing things like installing Linux or using Audacity to record a podcast or any other audio that you're interested in recording and in editing those using the Audacity program as well. We have tutorials for each and every one of those and more on our website, screencasts.goinglinux.com. So that will wrap up our episode for today. Our next episode will be Computer America number 77. And until then, you can go to our website at goinglinux.com to check out those articles and the show notes, as well as links to download and subscribe to our podcast. 
We are the website for computer users who just want to use Linux to get things done. And if you'd like, you can participate directly with our friendly and helpful community members by joining the discussion in our Going Linux podcast, Google Plus community. Until next time, thanks for listening. music provided by Mark Blasco at podcastthemes.com.